This podcast is sponsored by Reseda Group, a wholly owned CUSO of Michigan State University Federal Credit Union, with a mission to help credit unions stay relevant and competitive through innovation. Reseda Group invests in technologies and services that improve how credit unions engage with their members and how members engage with their money. Reseda Group, building better for members together with our partners. From the Credit Union National Association, this is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people. Credit Union ideas. Credit Union service organizations, or CUSOs as they're commonly known, offer a unique ownership model that expands the credit union value proposition. In this episode of the CUNA News Podcast, Senior Editor Ron Jost talks to April Klobis, CEO of Reseda Group, a wholly owned CUSO of Michigan State University Federal Credit Union in East Lansing. Klobis, who also serves as a credit union CEO, describes how CUSOs create revenue opportunities for credit unions through collaboration, while bringing new products and services to the industry at a time when innovation is critical to survival. As Klobis explains, Reseda Group strives to be a champion for the industry an organization that helps other credit unions survive through the unique CUSO model and its many benefits. As she says in this interview, CUSOs simply make more credit unions viable, and that benefits the entire industry. Credit union service organizations, CUSOs as we call them, have proven to be a great boost to credit unions and their members for more than 50 years now. How would you describe what makes a CUSO a CUSO? I think from our perspective, uh, there are a few key items that make a QSO valuable to the industry. The first is they're generally owned by credit unions as a collective. So it gives you the opportunity when you're an owner to be really vested in the success of the organization. You also have an opportunity to have a different revenue model for your credit union. So you can benefit from either discounts of being a QSO owner share in some revenues. But what I like most is that CUSOs are focused on serving credit unions, credit union members, bringing products and services to the industry that we might not have an opportunity to have available to us if we didn't all come together and support a new CUSO, especially in you know some of the work that we're doing today in the digital space. If credit unions didn't have the opportunity to come together and invest and create a CUSO, that technology may not be prevalent and ready for our industry for some time. So I think it allows us to be innovative, to be nimble, to have different revenue models and to focus on our industry. The ownership model defines the QSO and, and makes it work for credit unions. Why do you think that the QSO ownership model matters? I think a couple of reasons. One, certainly as an organization that has invested in QSOs, it's very important to me that those CUSOs are successful and more so because we have made a financial commitment to their success. And so to me, I think we want to ensure there's collaboration, that the CUSOs products and services are relevant to the industry, that they're aware of the nuances that might be slightly different in serving a credit union versus a different financial institution. 
But I also love that it is part of what I would call the cooperative nature of the industry, right? So you work together with peers to create a roadmap of products and services that not only my credit union could benefit from, but your credit union and so forth. And so I think that's the nature of our industry is to cooperate and build together. So this has been, to me, just a a great extension of what we're already doing to ensure our members are taken care of. And it's not just if you build it, they will come model. I mean, there's effective practices that make QSOs work. So what are some ways credit unions can leverage QSOs to drive growth, innovation, and remain relevant within the marketplace and with their members? I think probably the best way for me to answer this question is to give some examples of the work that we're doing. We have invested in some QSOs that are working to bring, I would say, technology solutions to our industry that might not have been available to us. And what I mean by that is startup fintechs, digital services, are they need investment money to continue to build out their product, to scale, to get to marketplace. The QSO model allows credit unions to invest in that new technology and bring it to our industry because the other path would be that those same digital service delivery fintechs are going to go seek funding from either venture capital, an equity partner, possibly the insurance industry or the banking industry. And so the ability for us to put the financial backing ensures that we have some of the greatest technology available to our members as much as all the other industries do. And I think that's what makes it an important avenue for the credit union work today. So how do you leverage QSOs at MSUFCU? Well, we've been in the QSO business a little over a year now, and we utilize our QSOs to bring products and services not only to our membership, but truthfully, and maybe it sounds really altruistic, but our goal is to help the industry thrive and survive. And so if we can use some of our ability to financially support a QSO to ensure that they exist and exist not only for our credit union, but for others in the industry that they might not have had the ability to work with that organization through any other means than the QSO model. And so what we're doing, so we're leveraging it to bring innovation through new products and services, through digital delivery and a variety of other products that I think helps the credit union with relevant products and services. But, you know, the other goal for us is, of course, to have a different revenue stream that will benefit our organization in the long term. You said you rolled out your QSO about a year ago. What was the impetus to form your own QSO? Yeah, so this had been on our roadmap for a little while. And we had the opportunity during the last few years to take advantage of a little extra downtime, maybe the pandemic gave us with no travel. We had some additional money on deposit that we could put into earning in a different way. So the QSO model seemed like a perfect time to start doing that. So we formed our own QSO, which is really designed to be a holding company. So our QSO is called the Reseda Group. And we put all of our QSO investments underneath the Reseda Group. Now the Reseda Group does have wholly owned entities that operate as a division under Reseda. And then we also have minority investments in other organizations. And so we formed our own in order to 
have the ability to find products and services or businesses to increase our revenue, to bring products to our membership and to the marketplace, and really just be a champion for ensuring the rest of the industry has access to those products and services. So what makes the Reseda Group unique? How do you differentiate yourself? I think what makes us unique is a couple of things. One, we've structured the Reseda Group to kind of hold all of our QSO assets. We do have a board resolution to have the organization. We have the structure of the Reseda Group. It makes us unique. We have a board member from our credit union board serves as the chair. And then we have four outside directors on that board as well. And so those individuals have oversight of approving the investments that are recommended. And then what makes us, I think, unique is that we have two wholly owned divisions underneath the Reseda Group and one majority-owned division. And so one of our wholly owned is an organization called Foresight Group. This was the credit union's printer. So part of what we're doing is down supply chain investment in addition to some of the digital new entrants. And so I think it, it makes us a little unique in, in the ownership model there and how we have operated some of our wholly owned organizations as divisions under the holding company. We have a robust board and approval process for investments to ensure we have great governance and anything that we invest in, you know, when possible, we have a board member seat to ensure we have active participation in those organizations' roadmaps. And and so I just think the structure of what we put in place seems a little unique. Um, I have know there are a few others like this, but mostly credit unions just do investments in QSOs and, and don't organize them all under their own new entity with a, with a separate board. And even more than that, it seems like it's really allowed you to kind of elevate yourself as a financial institution to kind of expand your horizons. It's been interesting because I know there's this element in the industry that very much people know what our QSO investments are. They're familiar with we're investing in the circle fund. We're investing in pay rails. And, and so some of the new platforms that are coming to the industry, there are many credit unions investing in those. So the industry knows. But the local community where we you know, are headquartered also is starting to really pay attention. And so this is, you know, our suppliers are coming to us and say, hey, maybe you would like to acquire us. We think you have a great business. We'd like the stability. We want to grow our service and have the ability to do that. And so we have a few folks in town that have approached us to purchase them that I was not expecting. I really thought we do all this investment in startups and fintechs. And, but it's been really great because our printer took what you know, one of my board members said, you know, this is just an industry that isn't always thought of as being innovative. And what we've created is a product called CU Suite. And it is a subscription service. So credit unions of all sizes, or if you don't have the staffing due to turnover in your marketing team, can log in and have digitally created, already designed assets for a full marketing campaign. You can go in, change your colors, change your logos. You can get digital downloads, and then you can get the number of things printed, and they just ship right from there. And it's designed to be a subscription. So it's affordable. You have access to all these created campaigns. And we're even trying to find innovation in some of the suppliers that we're working with now. 
So that's been kind of a, a neat way to bring new products to the credit union industry as well. And earlier, you talked about the altruistic element of QSOs. And, and I've talked with credit unions on both sides of that equation. Leaders that have had a great idea that wanted to share their resources and small credit unions that are able to access IT or cybersecurity services as a result of QSOs. Do you want to talk a little bit more about why it's important for credit unions to leverage and collaborate with or start their own QSOs? You know, for me, the more that we can come together to solve maybe an opportunity, maybe a problem, maybe a unique uh, situation, if we come together, I know I'm never the only credit union that's had this experience. And so I, I think getting together with peers of all sizes really helps to ensure that we're bringing products and services that the industry needs, that they want, that we can help each other. For me, I know we are a larger institution and and I've heard comments about, well, you can do this because of your size. And that is very true. We are able to maybe have a larger dollar amount for investments, but the purpose of what we're investing in is to ensure that all credit unions have access to the products and services. I want our industry to not continue to be merged or go out of business and that all of a sudden we don't have as many credit unions in the industry. My goal is for us to continue to have a thriving industry of credit unions that are working together to continue to ensure that consumers have access to credit union products and services because I really believe we have that mindset of putting the member first and trying to solve their problems. And so the more credit unions that uh, exist and stay in business and work together, I think the better the and stronger the industry is, which is better for our consumers. Yeah, QSOs make more credit unions viable. And to that end, what advice do you have for credit unions that would be interested in partnering with a existing QSO or starting their own QSO? I think having an awareness of what QSOs exist in the industry and making sure that you look to those QSOs first for your partner solutions is one step. Two, I think serving on advisory boards for the QSO, if you're financially able to make an investment in the QSO to ensure that the QSO survives and has the funding to continue to innovate and bring their products to market and scale. And then talk to everyone. You know, I can't tell you, we've had countless conversations with lots of folks. I learned how to set up our QSO structure by talking with a a CEO peer of mine and learning what his organization set up and how they did it and how the investments worked, how their governance and their staffing worked. And then you have to want to put in the incremental time and effort is what I would say as well, right? So we're all working a little extra in a second organization in order for this to be a success in our credit union. So, you know, my CFO works in both chief legal, you know, helps in the QSO with all the documents. And and so knowing what resources will become shared is really important and and having buy-in from not just uh, your board, but from your leaders who would do a little extra work as well. Thanks for listening to the CUNA News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio. This podcast is sponsored by Rasita Group. 
to learn more about how Reseda Group and their partners are revolutionizing the credit union experience, visit resedagroup.com. Let's build better for members together.